This podcast does contain spoilers, so if you're okay with that, listen on. If not, pause the podcast, go watch the movie we're about to talk about, and come on back. All right, sweet. Excuse me. Brian, uh, over here. Hey. Pardon me, pardon me. Why don't you have the popcorn? It's starting! Woo! <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Shut up. Shut up and listen to the podcast. Hey! There's a lot out there to see. This is what we watched. So I started playing Magic the Gathering again for the first time in like Like 15 years. Card form or in like on the apps or something like that. I did also download the app and I played through the tutorial. It's not the same. I got to feel the cards in my hand. A little bit of that. I imagine. A little bit, a lot of that, but more so for the, for the app is, I don't know. I I guess it's not true. I feel, I feel like there's less randomization, even though I'm sure there's more randomization. Right. I also, I mean, I don't like playing, um, video like gambling. Mm -hmm. It's just like in my mind, I'm like, they're like, Oh, it's random. I'm like, is it though? Right. It's the same thing when you go to like a slot machine and it's like an electric slot machine. It's like, is it really the same? Like, I feel like that's e- easier to rig against. I mean, I'm not on the electric side of this that, you know, has to be manual to be truly <laughs> random. But I understand we're on the, we're definitely in the, the same page. But right. Roger right. Gathering, who are you playing? You can uh, play Max. Oh, does he play? All right, cool. We're definitely going to have to play. Because uh, so I remember playing in middle school. Uh, like some of my friends were like, you should really play. Uh, it's it's so much better than Yu-Gi-Oh! And you'll like it a lot more. And it's, you know, more intense. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. I probably played like three, four games, something like that. More and intense. then And then put the cards away and didn't look at them for like 10 years. Oh, really? And yeah. And then yeah. when I was uh, when I was moving at one point, I was like, yeah, I've never touched these cards. And I don't think I'm ever going to again. So here, you could have them. To somebody. I don't remember who. You gave anything away? Correct. Wow. Correct. Freely. Freely. Was without that, charge. That was the mistake, and now you never did it again. You're like, never, <laughs> never again. No, I, it, what upset me about that is because I couldn't remember if I actually did or if that was just like a placeholder memory for, for something traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm running. They, they just released the, the pre-con for the Commander series are really cool. I really want to get the Dino deck. Um, actual dinosaurs, like actual dinosaurs, and what's what's also cool they is call it Jurassic. But they whatever. do have Jurassic Park and Jurassic World oh, really? cards in there. And I did pull um, Owen Grady, so I have Chris Pratt oh, nice. uh, as a card. That is pretty cool. Interesting. Um, I would like to see that, and uh, that's the farthest I want to go. <laughs> I don't. But, I don't want one. Don't get an extra one and be like, "Oh, Matt, look, you love this. Here, Here it's all I, you. It's gonna be wasted. Don't do that. I just want to look at these. All right, okay, sounds good. Um, but the Dino deck sounds really, really cool, just because they're fucking dinosaurs. Uh, but the precon was coming out at like eighty-five bucks. I'm like, I'm not paying eighty-five bucks for a hundred cards. How many, for a hundred cards. For a hundred cards. Okay. Um, it's valued according to to a couple of of websites. It's valued so at like a hundred and thirty, a hundred and forty. So even at eighty-five, it's still at a discount of what like if you buy individual cards. I love I love the stuff that. Why does it cost this? Because we decided. Because we decided exactly. Just paper, so I'm waiting for it. Paper wait for it to go down just a little bit. So the one I I did run, I went out and got is the Merfolk deck. And that thing is awesome. So you bring it out, and every time, basically anytime you do anything that involves the merfolk, you get an extra, like, counter. You get an extra little little uh, bump up or an extra stat on, on each creature. 
So that's uh, it's really cool. It's really cool. So I'm getting really excited about this game again. I don't know how much I can possibly leave in this because we haven't said our names. We haven't said what this podcast actually because it's wanted not to start. Magic the Gathering. I just wanted to start. Uh, no, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but just so everyone knows, who knows how much of that actually stayed. I'm sure you didn't hear all of it. Hey, that's fine. It was a long. It was fun. I enjoyed the journey we went on. It was, it was great. Uh, but we, I'm we Matt. Bonded. That's Brandon. That's me. <laughs> this is what we watched. This, this is, podcast. is what we magicked. What we gathered. How we gathered. Magically gathered. There it is. Do you ever gather is. resources in it? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Why is it called Magic the Gathering? That's a great question for somebody else. You just got into it. You just I, did like 20 minutes on it. 20 now. minutes is a bit of... <laughs> bit egregious it's a bit uh, much felt like it though wow <laughs> <laughs> all right movie podcast Hooray! this is a podcast for movie lovers tv lovers and those who like to drink beer i panicked or play again. magic or play magic <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe no i'm not going you're with like that easy one. you're not leaving any of that in so no anyway. some of it will be in. okay cool as long as you don't start standing i'm gonna be so mad if uh, it's my Instagram reels start mm-hmm. suddenly being fucking magic the gathering <laughs> because it hears me talk about it so much on this. I'm going to be so annoyed and I'm going to send them all to you. Speaking of which mm-hmm. I need help because this is a Matt, you know, not socially human being. Let's I help Matt. I don't know how to like what proper Instagram etiquette is. Okay. Is every single thing that somebody sends me, do I have to individually react to them is there a limit that someone can send me in a day that i can stop record uh, reacting to them because it's like sometimes it builds up to a couple and Mm -hmm. i'm like do i have to go through and do i have to do individual things or (laughs) do if i just heart three things in a row is that just annoying well so i think it also depends on like do you just like what they're sending or do you like have different reactions to what they're sending do you like or i disagree with that battery okay because you're really telling me so now so that's what you so what you just told me just answered the question. Yes. If I don't react, uh-huh. that means the other person takes it as I didn't like it then. So that's what that it's, means. Is yes, I now I exactly have to record. Okay. Yes. So we've decided now, that I, don't I have know. to interact with everyone. <laughs> I don't know if it's proper etiquette. I just know that that's how I feel when I send other people things and they don't react. And then they send me things that I think are funny. So then I find I, I send them more funny things back and then I don't get a reaction. I'm like, what? what am I not fucking... Am I just chop liver over here? You don't think any oh, of my God. humor is great? God, I have to now start responding to people. <laughs> I just, God, I get, I get a lot I, of them. I do. I, I it like to react so, to it. such bullshit sometimes where it's just like, no matter what, I have to react to it. Yeah. So now it's like, just feels like a lie because maybe you do send me something that I don't like. <laughs> right. But I don't have the option. That's to, okay. You can, you can. No, it's, no, it's not, Brandon. You just went on a rant. Right of course, now. It, it's okay for I'll just, I'll just cry in a corner. It's fine. Exactly. See, it is now what the it o- is. The only person that I refuse this because I hate, I love my mother, but she sends me so fucking many. <laughs> Too many. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll get 20 plus a day at least. Wow. But she goes in batches. But here's just the problem is like, I can't individually re- <laughs> react <laughs> to every single thing because it's yeah. like I usually catch up in. Like, I'll let them build up a little bit, and then I'll watch, like, you know, 20 or something like that sure. at a time. Um, so you have, like, a block of time set well, aside yes, to exactly, watch right? It's like, you know, stories. I get, like, three or four posts of, mm. oh, you have four plus or whatever. Um, but so I can't go down the line and be like, heart, cry face, smiley face, <laughs> laugh face, heart, heart, smiley. You know, I can't do that. <laughs> like, I, I only have so much time in my day. You got you got to have, like, a journal set aside as well. So you'd be like, okay, at 3.04, yes, exactly, I like this right? one. At 8.02, uh, this one was hilarious. This- but, so, but now the big <laughs> problem is, we go one more social, <laughs> social level farther, is that my mom sends me a bunch, mm-hmm. and 
Um, like her and I send the most back and forth, but she sends a bunch. So I don't interact with all of them, but then my dad will randomly send me like one, maybe here and there or two here and there. But so now I kind of feel bad if I react (laughs) to his because his or at all. And I don't react to hers because his is on the level that he only sends me two. So it's Uh like, it's on your level. I have to interact or I hated it. (laughs) But then my mom's past that point because she's just, I have, you know, a million of them, which is fine. Like I like all of them, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so this is my life. (laughs) Welcome to the, uh, I, I try <laughs> social decisions of Matt. I don't understand. Matt needs help. I do try and not let those kind of things because my mom sends me a lot on Facebook, like Facebook posts, either they're motivational or they're nature things um, that she finds interesting and cool. But sometimes with Facebook, a lot of times with fa- with Facebook, that post will just be deleted or just gone oh, or it yeah. won't pull it <laughs> up. That's happened also. So it also is like, now I feel bad because I can't actually see what you thought I would mm-hmm. like. So shit. I hope you never ask me about it. I never. I don't think I get asked. I, I, I never get quizzed. Okay, but good. even still, okay, I good. just. I. It's good at lying. You, Come on, <laughs> more practice. Not more practice. Hard. It's not that hard. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Totally. Was very, yes, I very inspirational, have... hilarious. <laughs> oh, the one that I thought was funny or sad or cried or interesting <laughs> or yeah, yeah, that one, that one, the oh. one that made me feel emotions. <laughs> yes, I did emote at that. <laughs> Yeah, I constantly. I'm not good at in. I'm not good at social situations either. <laughs> I was at. Uh, I was at Mod Pizza the other day. Oh. I love Mod Pizza. First I, off, this is Mod not Pizza. an ad for Mod Pizza. But <laughs> unless Mod it Pizza is Mod, Pizza. unless Mod hey, Pizza gives us money, I'll, Mushu will contact them. <laughs> uh, Mushu will contact their people. But Mod Pizza is fantastic. But like, so you walk up and you give them. Um, your name, and then you start individually ordering and stuff. Mm-hmm. They cook it, and then they call your name. Um, I oh, thank you for explaining how ordering I've works. Been really, well, people who've never been to Mod Pizza, um, I rarely get my name messed up because I, my name's Matt. It's a basic ass bullshit name. Yeah. So <laughs> usually it's really easy. People like to make jokes and stuff. I don't know about Brandon. I I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I don't know if you get your name mixed up. But so then, but so I walked up and I was giving my name. Hey, my name's Matt. Whatever. And first off, the dude, I swear to God, looked like John Lennon. Like to the point where if. He wasn't intentionally trying to look like John Lennon. Right. He had a um, a British hat on. He had the sunglasses. He had the haircut. Really? He wasn't doing it intentionally. Uh-huh. This this is in the most insane doppelganger I've ever seen. Just <laughs> accidentally looking like. If he um, has no idea who John Lennon even is. Yes, I know, right? I really want to ask him. But as right. we talked about, I'm not. I'm not interacting in that way. Can, can you imagine me being like, do you know you look like this person? Um, <laughs> I could imagine that. And then and then I wake up from my night, my <laughs> nightmare. I sometimes think people people look like other people. I'll say it. And everyone looks at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, okay, I'm sorry. Ooh, um, excuse me for associating you with somebody. <laughs> no, I was like, it wasn't a bad, it was a comment. Um, but so I looked down to see what he wrote. He wrote my name down as Bat. B-A-T. <laughs> I... <laughs> What human being thought I walked up and went, what's your name? Oh, my name's Bat. I go by Bat. I'm like, am I a super villain or something? Like, what is going on? But so, so I saw that. Obviously, I'm a man. I don't oh, need to do the second I, half. No. I'm Bat. Wait, right? wait, you didn't write down man? Would you be an asshole? Come on, man. But right, that'd be ridiculous if It'd I said hilarious. that. 
So I look down and I'm like, I'm like, that's so weird. I have, you know, the, so in my mind going, what the hell should I say? I guess I'll say something. So I was like, Hey dude. Um, I said, Matt, Uh M-A-T-T. He's like, Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. And then he writes down Matt. But so then we go through, (laughs) get the order Uh and then to call out my name, Uh he didn't cross out back. (laughs) So we're sitting there because it was like in the middle of work. So a bunch of people were there. We're sitting there and then you just hear a bat Matt. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? But I really enjoyed it. So nobody oh. else turned around. It was yeah. just the people that I knew that were like, what? <laughs> nobody else questioned it. So maybe I'll just start making up names. You, you might know. need to. That Well, I know Pablo the title Escobar. of this podcast. <laughs> I know what this uh, this podcast title is. Batman Rises. <laughs> Batman. The hold of Batman. Oh, my God. So yeah, are you gonna are you gonna keep Batman around? Like are you gonna start doing that? Uh, or are you gonna are you gonna be like yeah, yes, my name is Bat, and hope that and see if they do go with see if that. anybody questions it. <laughs> if anybody questions just get, it, my name is Tat. My name is Cat. <laughs> see which ones. I'll, take, I'll keep a tally. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no. Okay. Uh, no, no, I'll go back to Matt. <laughs> oh, it's all, all fun right. and games here. And then I get into public, Until and I'm get... like, "Yes, sir. My name is Matt. Thank you." <laughs> very quietly, very calmly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I do love me some mod pizza though. So that is so good, and it it's is. cheap too. It is, yeah, yeah. That's a great story. <laughs> I wish, I wish I had one of those because no, I don't. I don't I remember the last say, time. I feel like Brandon's not that close to like maybe Brendan. I get you know, that a little bit, Brenda. or Brayden, or oh, I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> you had to go there, Linda. Brenda, Linda. <laughs> oh, you're going off yeah, the yeah. other spiraling off of that. Yeah, yeah, Linda, Lisa. <laughs> Lori, <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Bat. No, no, nothing, nothing like that. And if I do, I just kind of go, "That was interesting." I also wonder if they do that just to fuck with people. Like if he did, Dude, hear honestly, you I'm like, there's a large part of me that I assume he was just fucking with me, and he gets bored, <laughs> right? and he's like, "When this it's be hilarious?" Denver, so they're all high, so it's just like, "Screw it, this will be hilarious." You did have John Lennon serving you, so of course oh, he was high. Honestly, maybe I was like. <laughs> It was so weird the, from the get-go when I yeah. walked. I'm like, who is this person? And then he thought of my name was Bat. And <laughs> it, was, it was a whole thing. It was it was ridiculous. Clearly, he's a time traveler and trying to tell you something. Well, maybe. I should have <laughs> talked to him. If I asked him, you look like John Lennon, he would have been like, I am. Meet me in the back. Like, New Girl. Have you seen New Girl? Yes, of course. One of the episodes where he's like, I'm you from the future. I'm you from the future. And then he convinces <laughs> he walks to the back and he just gets in a fucking uh, yeah, that refrigerator box. box. <laughs> 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 the times that's great that speaking great. of instagram though i for, i didn't send you um i was going to show you a post that somebody posted a about harry potter and i got super excited about it mm-hmm. but apparently it's fake and it's so upsetting but oh, somebody no. made like a a spoof with, that went oh i didn't even know on disney plus if you go under pixar they did a pixar Harry Potter movie. I did see that. Was it was so an AI generated one. Dude, I immediately closed before I even looked at the comments. Yeah. I closed it and then I went to uh, Disney Plus, but it wasn't there. <laughs> oh, it was so you poor upsetting. thing! I was I'm so, so sorry because it did look pretty good. Hell yeah, it looked that adorable one looked as hell. I was right. Gonna, I was going to drink a shit ton of hot chocolate and watch Pixar Harry Potter that forty sounds... times in a row. <laughs> well, Disney Plus is getting a boost in their uh, in their Wall, Wall Street money. Well, you play Magic the Gathering, correct? Yay, childhood. <laughs> All right. Speaking of childhood, you went to school, right? 
Well, so did the kids in the movie we're talking about. <laughs> well, that is very true. It was very loosely stitched no, together. No, no, no. It was, it was perfect. What we love. What we love. Oh, shit. We're recording. <laughs> anyway, uh, so today on the podcast, 20 minutes into this, we're... Hey, 13. Right after the conversation. Uh, today, we're talking The Holdovers, the new release from Alexander Payne. Yeah, as it being December, the mm-hmm. first week of December, mm-hmm. we officially rolled into... Christmas holiday season, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, cold, cold, cold movies, cold I guess. weather movies, I don't, yes. yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It is interesting because it came out in um, November, correct? In like I'm, October, November. I don't know. Anyway, it's some type, sometime like that. Do you know when it will go to streaming? Have you seen anything about? I that? haven't seen anything yet. Um, I assume it's got to be soon, but well, that's when I want to know what their like their game plan, their model, or whatever is. He's like, did they put it out in November so they could get a couple weeks of money, take it out, and then put it in on streaming for Christmas? Or are they expecting just to have a really long run? They get like the first couple week boost of any movie that comes out. That's when the best they do. That's and then it rolls into Christmas, and they have like, oh, you know, that was a Christmassy movie. Let's go see that. So I'm wondering what their model is. Yes, you think? I think that 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 that's probably it. Is hey, let's get it out before the major December releases. But then because it's already established, because people have been talking about it, because it's Alexander Payne and Paul Giamatti and maybe awards stuff. And oh, hey, I mean, look, it's the holidays. Perfect time to go and see your favorite combo, I guess. I would argue most people don't know who Alexander Payne is, and l- more people though do know Paul Giamatti, but I don't think he's a box office pull. Not as much as they want him to be. I mean, I don't think he makes movies. This is like Wes Anderson. I don't know, not Wes Anderson. It. I. I do you think they thought he was going to be a big off- box office pull? Do you really thought so? I think you they- thought this was supposed to be a big box office movie it doesn't no. feel like that to no me. i i don't but i think that they wanted him to be i don't think i don't so think that he is i, I don't think i that think they, this is okay, when you ahead. want like the oh he's just made a movie like a good movie right i don't think they were thinking about the box office okay okay i don't know i've seen a, a lot of advertising lately for it so well, i think I mean, that they were definitely making, trying to get people in to see it trying to make and movie. trying to use well of course they are but you know <laughs> Why would you? Why would you front uh, Paul Giamatti? Uh, I would have put front- it somebody else in. <laughs> ah, I see. I see. I, see. I think. I think he's just made a movie. Well, he's also independent. And then uh, shoulder. <laughs> well, that is also true. Good luck, guys. <laughs> Here's my movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that sounds like. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that's accurate. Sure, totally. Not, not, uh, not hurtful one bit. No, uh, uh, Paul Giamatti's got a, a bunch of uh, like billions. I think is is the um, the TV show that he's doing really well in so i he's out there and he's working i've I mean, heard of that tv show there you go i can't tell you if it is crazy popular or not i, I haven't seen it you haven't seen it either exactly it is a name That's, that we know exactly you know? it's out there and people some people watch it if you watch it let us know we'd love we'd love to talk to the billions fans yeah he does not i mean he doesn't lead he does not lead in a lot of things no he doesn't but the thing the other thing that he did lead in that people might know him from with alexander payne oh sorry is sideways Mm. he he was the lead in sideways and and and, uh that was a pain movie i've not seen i've not seen sideways um but i do like alexander payne i like really like descendants yeah Yeah, the the Descendants was was great, and that won George Clooney his Oscar, his first Oscar. Nebraska's Um, good. Nebraska's I I thought was fantastic. It's very artsy, but again, it's like that feels that feels the same. You think? Do you think they made Nebraska with 
What, well, who's the lead again in that one? Uh, it What's was his name? Um, I forgot. It his was name. Bruce Dern, and it was oh, uh, the the MacGruber. I know. Fuck. <laughs> I'm on. I'm, I'm on the way there right now. I, I'm totally blanking because I'm only thinking Will Forte. Will Forte. I was like, it's not Ed Helms. Yeah, but you think you, you think they they put those people in the movie and we're like, oh, that's definitely. We think that he's they're going to be box office draws. Absolutely, I do. A hundred percent. Because Will Forte is coming out of SNL. We, he's, a, he's a great comedic star. He's got a bunch of this. Look, he's in a dramatic role. And Bruce Dern's coming off of things like um, um, the, the Hateful Eight. So, I mean, absolutely, he's, he was in the forefront of people's minds and, con- and the conversation and going, oh, hey, remember remember this actor you really liked? He's gonna, they're both going to be in this I would cool argue new Hateful Eight was thing. not big. I understand artsy people liked it, but well, it didn't make money. Well. So, I mean, but that's not your box office draw right there. Because <laughs> he wasn't the lead. That was the problem. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that's exactly that's why. That's why the Hateful didn't make money. Obviously. wasn't the lead in it. Lesson learned, Quentin. Um, so I, you, you've seen Downsizing. I still haven't seen that one yet, but that's another Alex, Alexander mm-hmm. Payne movie yep. that uh, is very, con- not controversial, but it's very polarizing. Either people love it or people hate it. So I, I haven't seen it well, yet. but I'm neutral. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but uh, definitely not something that I'm like, oh, it was definitely weird. It was definitely weird. Mm-hmm. But it was, mm-hmm. I think, a good weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the drastic change in like tone and style of movie in the middle was very odd. And I understandably off-putting. Right, right. So I'll let you know when I, when I get there. <laughs> put it on the list. He put it on the list as if it hasn't already been on the list. <laughs> but so, on the list again. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's why it's so fucking long is because I for- keep forgetting that I've already put it on the list. <laughs> but yeah, so Alexander <laughs> Payne. Uh, yeah, so the holdovers, though, mm-hmm. it is... Um, doesn't it looks different than I think the rest of his stuff can't think of anything off the top of my head that the holdovers looks like that Elsie's made like Alexander Payne definitely has made other like weird stuff like Nebraska doesn't look like anything and like right um the same as uh, frankly downsizing kind of doesn't look like anything else he's he's made which I do really love his he explore it's always you know emotional drama stories mm-hmm. um that have heart but he changes style and he changes casts i don't know how you feel about um when directors use the same actors over and over again i generally um, i'm for it generally because there's just this comfort in the later um movies or tv shows or whatever it is the later stuff um that there's just this comfort between them like things just kind of click and it works um and when you like to work with someone, you like, you know, you get along with someone, you want to keep do, keep working with them. So I, I generally don't have a problem with it. Um, and I think a lot of directors have like, you know, probably three, four people that they really want to work with over and over and over. Yeah, I mean, I make it at some point I just get sick of like, it feels like the same. I'm seeing the same, you know, a remake of his other movie. Okay. Or like, it okay. just seems like a different version when I, you know, watch... I don't know, George Clooney in the same director's movies constantly. I okay. Just, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, but he, Alexander Payne, feels like he changes a lot, you know? Yes. Yes. He he cycles through a lot. So this is only uh, the second second time that he and Giamatti have uh, and the collaborated. And really far quite, as well. Quite wide um, with that, for sure. Yep. I think it's the first time he's the... Yeah, it stars Giamatti. Um, it stars... 
I would, we, what, would you argue he's the lead and there's two supporting actors or you yeah i would say or honestly i could you could make the case that there's three leads and then everyone else is a is a uh, supporting actor because it really follows these three characters individually as well as a, a group um but i think paul uh paul giamatti's character absolutely which also is paul i think he absolutely is uh the lead Didn't of know the his first name until you just said it the go. characters first the char- name. <laughs> um the other two big, uh, big characters, uh, Devine Joy, Joy Randolph, and making his cinematic debut is Dominic Sessa. And I thought they both did a really, really good job. I enjoyed uh, both of their acting. I thought it was very um, intense and personal, it felt, while also being able to deliver some good comedic beats. I thought there was uh, real range in this. I liked, uh, what was the kid's name? Uh, uh, I know the character was Angus. Angus, uh, Dominic Sessa. Yes, I, like, I really liked his... Um, he was over the top, I feel like, on a lot of stuff, but okay. it felt fine it, at the time and the environment and everything like that. But I felt like she, which she played the um, kitchen manager, is that what they called her? Yes, Whatever. I guess she was more of like the executive chef, maybe, or the chef, the cook. Yeah, I just feel weird. I got to ask Kyle about how... Just the random people that happen to be in a kitchen that they're like, oh, I'm a chef. I'm like, eh. But um, I did not love her acting personally. Okay. I thought it was it was very flat, I thought. She had good lines and stuff, but I didn't see a lot of expression and consistency personally for her. Okay. So I thought the other two were good, uh, really good. Paul Giamatti's obviously Paul Giamatti right. continued to be fantastic. Yep. Um, and over the top a little bit, some, but again, it fit in the but. But it fit, yeah, yeah it, it fit the story and the structure of the way that they were trying to tell I this story. So. I did not love hers though. Okay. Okay. It's literally the only thing he's ever been in. It, uh, Sessa, yeah, it's it, his first, uh, first, his first anything, movie, first anything. Li- uh, he, he never did a voiceover in a fucking video game. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> That's the uh, that's the requirement, this dude by the way. On the street, <laughs> first film, only time he's ever allowed to win a first film award. <laughs> you're not you're not angry. Oh, about I see. That he at got all. an award. Oh, and what was that for? It just seems insane to me. <laughs> um, oh, it's for the holdovers. Oh, really? Rising star from <laughs> Heartland International Film Festival. So see, it's already getting some recognition. I see it's nominated for a Gothic uh, Gotham Award. Batman. Yes. Nice. Does he hand out the awards? Yeah, uh, no, he just takes pizza orders. Can you get a Batman Magic the Gathering card? Ooh. I wonder if there is any. Uh, I want to say no, but then you can also proxy cards. Uh, you can print print different what? artwork onto... You are allowed to? That seems... I, I don't think you're allowed to like play sketch. in a tournament with them necessarily, but... If you're like, hey, here's this card and this is what it does, but I'm going to change the artwork so it's something cooler, then that's generally allowed. Okay, we're not getting back into this. So the holdover, <laughs> um, I like the. I thought it was a clever idea. You know, the holdovers is Paul Giamatti's the teacher, and it's a private school, private um, high school, mm-hmm. and somebody has to stay over, stay at the school to watch all the kids that don't get to go home for Christmas, right? Um, and so then it starts off with five 
most of them leave. So it's just down to Paul Giamatti mm-hmm. and the other two. I'm and the, and, and Angus and Mary Lamb. This is like the only time I remember the actual like, character. This name. is insane. Except for Paul Giamatti. I didn't realize his name was. Because <laughs> I know him. Helpful. So he's Paul Giamatti. So he's Paul Giamatti. <laughs> um, but yeah, Although so. I will say, I think that he does a really good role, really good job of disappearing into this character for the most part for being such a a recognizable Mm -hmm. face i feel like he fits this character very very well and i think that's more of an uh, an attribute to his he's just a really really good actor i think he is and it's not like you know i feel like i wasn't watching it going paul giamatti but when i think of what his name is it's just paul giamatti that's so funny (laughs) it's not like i'm sitting there going paul 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 right 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 Except for his eyes. This is the most I've ever noticed his eyes. I know. And that's something I really wish that I, I had. the whole time. I, it was honestly, it was, it was kind of distracting. I'm convinced it swapped. At oh, one it point. definitely did. Oh, hundred percent it swapped. Okay. Or they both were lazy. I couldn't tell exactly well, what. I couldn't tell. Maybe like he overlooks on one of the eyes. To kind of recenter well, because, the other. Well, because it is kind of your, you know, meeting in the middle of the two eyes sometimes. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a lazy eye. Um, so... I wonder if it's that. Yeah, sometimes I was like, I could not, I would have, I was convinced it switch, switched. <laughs> but also maybe I was thinking, I was like, because I watched this twice. Um, the second time I was like, maybe I'll watch and I wonder if a- there are any shots that they just flipped in post. Oh, that might be the case. But I, That could definitely be the case. I didn't notice anything noticeable. Uh-huh. Um, but now there were definitely some times when it looked like his left eye was going in in a, a different direction, and he was looking with his right eye like right at you. So I definitely well, definitely his right got what eye you meant. is the good one. No, his oh, well, you're right. It is. It is. <laughs> your left, his right. But then, so yeah, uh, so reverse it. Yes, yes, reverse it. The right eye, yes, was going all over the place. But then later, he's I, like, yes, I also did one. that. I was like, his right, my left. Yep. I always got to look at yep. it. exactly. But if I, and so I don't know if. Honestly, I'm not sure. Does Paul Giamatti actually have a lazy eye, or is that like some crazy like I'm pretty uh, sure contact? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm, okay. I mean, I'm. I thought I remember that, um, but maybe I just stared at it for so at this long movie twice. <laughs> so I just now in my mind he permanently has that, um, but I'm not really sure. I, you know, I don't know. I don't see it like adding too much to the character for them to go out of their way to make him have a lazy eye. Right. Right. I tried to stall. Did you figure it out? I got to just jared.com. Jared.com? Um, yes. So. Yes, he does. Okay. Thank you. Because <laughs> the character has a glass eye? It'd be weird. I don't think he added that much for the character. In terms of the... Well, like if they go out of their way to make him have a lazy oh, eye. Oh, gotcha. Right, right, right. You're, you're right. I, I think all it did was it really just kind of established, again, this this guy is an outsider. This guy is different than everybody else. And whether or not they enhance the lazy eye or not, it just was... That was part of the aesthetic. And it was in it... I don't know. It was it was very noticeable at times, and I don't also know. it felt like it was just like you know he forced himself to be the outsider realistically, sure. rather than him getting exiled into the corner because mm-hmm. he's some freak with a lazy eye, with a lazy eye, with some kind of deficiency that he doesn't he you know so he gets his his body odor yeah, is well, worse so than that's, most. Yeah, well, so that's and... like he takes himself he just takes himself out of it necessarily yes. rather than people pushing him away. Sure, it's more because he's an asshole. Exactly. Who is that? Who is that? But I think that's also because because you you board yourself up there over will, time. There will be blood. 
He wasn't ah. sad because he had money. He was sad because he was <laughs> an he, asshole. He's an asshole. But right, he's I not mean, exiled because of the eye and the mm-hmm, smell. Mm-hmm. He's exiled because he's an asshole. But because, and I think it's because early on he got made fun of for it, and he got he got teased and tormented, and and so you think less of yourself, so you're automatically predisposed to okay, I don't like you because you're you're gonna think less of me because of all of these things that I've been told mean a great deal, and so you're projecting your own insecurities onto people, which again creates this this rift between people that shouldn't necessarily be there. And I thought it was that that was an interesting choice for a character in general. Um, and, and to see, and I like that, that we got uh, the younger version of exactly that someone who's got potential, someone who's smart, someone who's gifted enough, but who has insecurities of his own and projects them onto other people and pushes other people away and keeps them at an, at an arm's you know distance so that they don't get hurt or made fun of or, you know, X, Y, or Z. Yeah, no, I, I can see what you're saying. I, 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 let's jump on over to, like, the story in general. Okay. Um, I did, before I say it, I, I did like the story. Like, I, you know, it's cute. Um, I enjoyed going through the journey with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I like where we ended. I like the character arcs. It, they all felt natural. They had all this stuff. But it was, it's not like it was some unique story. Very true. It was true. very generic, Christmassy, you know. Rom-com, if they were dating, it'd be a rom-com. You know, they'd be the same age, it'd be a rom-com. Well, it was, to me, but it was... But it's just that generic stuff. But I like how he did it. I agree. And, and to me, I think the story was was more of a coming-of-age story. Um, and a very classic coming-of-age tale um, that had, you know, a lot of heart and a lot of a lot of interesting moments and a lot of interesting ways that, that they revealed character. Um, but you're right, it wasn't anything groundbreaking story-wise. Um, I do, I, I, I am interested... In the actual ending, in the very end, where it really wasn't necessarily a super happy ending. It wasn't this, um, oh, and everyone's friends in the end, and everyone gets what they want in the, in the end. Because Paul, Paul kind of, you know, got forced into choosing a different path that I, I don't know if necessarily he had, he's always wanted, but I think it's good for his character to let this chapter go and move forward into something unknown and into something else. I mean, I feel like that's exactly what he... I mean, I don't think he was forced into it. Like, the whole thing was he made the decision. He could have easily just said, screw this kid, I don't care, I'm not going to say it was me mm-hmm. that forced him to take me to his dad. Mm-hmm. And that's how he got fired, which then means he had to do his book, which had it. He made the choice to get fired. He knew right. what that was going to do. That wasn't like him being forced into it. I don't think. Well, being, being fired, but he I made guess the choice, but he into... made the choice of that. Okay. Though. He knew what was going to happen. Well, he that... decided he didn't need this school anymore. Like when he was in the, in the meeting and they said, just tell us what he did to trick you, to take you right. there. You can right. go home. Well, the kid is going to get suspended. Sweet. Go back to your life of not caring about these kids, frankly, pretending like you care about these kids. But then he made the decision. He's like, I, you know what? I'm not. I'm going to fall on the sword because I'll get fired. The kid needs this more than me. Right. I'm going to make the sacrifice. Right. I'll get fired. I'll have to leave this place. But then, you know, I'll I, be able I, to do my life. Well, and I, and I love that choice. And 100% you're it right. Just I'm just saying like it doesn't. forced at the end. Okay. Okay. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily, to me, feel like you know, the happiest of endings, I guess you could go, you could go with, because we, we do get this great character turn and, and someone who has learned a lesson, someone who accepts, you know, who they have, who they finally accepts who they are. 
it just, again, kind of left open-ended into, well, there's not really anything for him out there that we know of. And and the line I'm, I guess I'm referring to is, you know, that's all I know. I don't know who I'd be without this school. You know, I love this place. I love what I do. And so that's why I, I where I'm coming from is like it's not the happiest ending um, that, oh, you know, by the way, I just got a, you know, a promotion or, or oh, I got I got some kind of um, other other teaching job or I'm going to I am going to go and, and travel in well, all of these. different That's what places. he just said he was. He said, I think I'm going to go to this one place and then I'm not sure. He said, I, I think I'm going to well, drop my whole, brother's think, place off. I, see, I think that's the whole th- I disagree with this. OK, because. The whole time they was talking about, you know, kind of having a dream but not pursuing it. He was trapped in this little world because he was scared and he didn't and he wanted to be protected by this world that he kind of knew and can control and dominate. Mm. And in reality, we all know and he knows he finally realized at the end was like, that's not what he needs to do. He needs to go out and, you know, chase that dream. And I I got the vibe that he was going to go write his book. He's going to go look. Go to all the places that he was talking about traveling to. Right. Write his whole book and actually like explore and enjoy his life. And okay. Outside of the control, which is exactly what he needed. Gotcha. Like we all, I think, all at to the point was like, think. I in my mind when we got to the point where he was like, oh, it was me. I got, I did it. I brought him to there, mm-hmm. and then getting fired. He's like, we all went. Finally, he's finally released. That's what right. he needed. Thank God. I'm so happy for okay. him. That's okay. That's how I took it. Where I don't know if you were like, oh, you don't have a job now. <laughs> How are you going to pay for all these books, you idiot? <laughs> How are you going to travel? <laughs> it is the 70s, so I guess, yeah, you can. You he's got 20 bucks in his pocket. He's good <laughs> he's, for a year. He's good for a while. Um, that, but, that's true. I didn't think about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I, I guess that I'm not saying that it was a sad ending or a somber ending. I thought it was just, you know, not at, not as uplifting as you would expect out of a traditional Christmas movie, I guess is where I'm going with that. But I do really like the the character change and and the 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 whole um, the, the arc that that everybody went on. Like you said, I think that it was it was fantastic that he didn't fall back on it, and that honestly that it wasn't an explicit ending and it wasn't an explicit. Um, yes, I did get a promotion, and oh by the way, I'll be fine because by the way, I just got this letter in the mail, and and I'm gonna go and teach abroad or you know get to uh, is, uh, say that oh I get to go live my dream or something, and it was more open ended with that. I'm very happy with that, and, and I'm not saying that I, I disliked it for any reason in any way, shape, or form. Um, with uh, with with the characters, I also I, I really did like the other Mary's arc as well. I think Mary's arc, I liked of, her arc. Yeah, her acting. I understand that. I, <laughs> I liked her story. I just didn't yeah, like her acting. I, I, I like the story, and I like the arc, and I like that she also had this chance to to basically let let you know, not necessarily let go, but to start to heal and to start to move on and to start to uh, I I want to say let go because she literally gives um her her son's baby clothes to she her sister and letting go right like definitely. so she is letting go. Although that's an event that you can never really let go of. You can just start to heal and move forward. As you know. Yes, of course. Uh, of let course. me speak on. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Um, do you think that, that Mary had more to do that? Do you think Mary had more to do than most grieving widows normally do in movies? So I feel like we talk I have about. No idea. What? Right, cool. Oh, I don't know. I don't. The the cliche grieving widow that doesn't do anything. I guess. I don't know. We we talk about just inclusion and representation and and roles for women and that they don't necessarily have a whole lot to do. So I'm wondering if you think that character, whether or not the acting was was up to par, do you think that character had enough um, 
besides just crying off to the side. Because I feel like this was a character who had a real range of, of emotion and a real range of things to do and say and feel. I mean, it, I don't, I personally think she didn't have a ton of time, which is one of the reasons why I feel like it's hard. I understand people wanting to like call her uh, one of the leads or whatever, but mm-hmm. I felt like her story was a little rushed here and there. It's not bad. It's not, I don't want to say that. I don't know. It's like, it was just like randomly, suddenly she'd be just crying and then the next scene she's fine. Like right. in the house. Right. Like she went from, you know, drunk and kind of angry and mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, this is fine. And then all of a sudden she was- She's hysterical. Ugly crying in a horrible fake way, I thought, in the kitchen for like two seconds. Right. And then the next scene- and they're walking out. She's, she's perfectly fine. Well, she's got tears on her face. Somebody went, hey, you guys know the last scene she was crying and they went, shit. Uh, and then put some- <laughs> fucking water on her face and then she was the voice of reason in that right one. And she was the voice of like, reason to it i think i don't necessarily she had a okay story arc and everything i would have been okay with her not getting as much and like i know oh cliche ish wise but it's like i don't know it's just we had other stuff going on and i would have liked more of angus and paul's mm-hmm. kind of relationship mm-hmm. and flushing that out more personally um it was a good story and everything i will say it was very cliche that one, she was the help, and then she, her love interest was the other black help. Right. I was like, come on, guys. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Well, Ed, do you think so? So the but hand it's grab. set in the 70s, so it makes sense. I, I, I guess, yeah. But if you're going to, you know, I don't know. So do you think that, that, that Paul grabbing Mary's hand was any romantic interest in near the end? No. Or was that, okay, because no. it felt like. It felt like it wasn't. It felt like it was a very, I'm your friend. I'm reaching out. I'm here for you. Hold your hand. And then she kind of recoiled. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not about that. Um, so th- I got a little bit of mixed messages and mi- mixed signals with that. Maybe that was just me. I think she's just like not a touchy person, I think. Ah, But okay. also, I don't that think also her makes acting sense. was very good. So I don't know if she was actually portraying what she like, what the was, director wanted her to right, portray. Right. Do you think that everybody else portrayed what the what the director wanted to portray from the leads I mean, to the so. other uh, small smaller side characters? I thought everybody else did a great job. I really did. Yeah, I thought everyone was fine. The dudes in the bar I didn't think were great. Um, oh yeah, again, a kid going from from ten to one, like yeah. with yeah. Hey, he just wants to buy you a beer. I know. It was so, oh well, it was so in weird. that case, see, like those those but those felt like the classic Christmas stories to me, like. And that's another thing that we'll talk about in a second. But I thought all the side characters did good. The janitor was fine. Mm-hmm. We saw him in handful of scenes mm-hmm. um, here. I feel and there. like he he was like his character wo- was leading to a bigger role, but we didn't get enough to get to. Oh, by the way, these two are romantically involved or want to be more than friends or anything well, like I that. Like, like I felt like it was kind of rushed. Her story was a little rushed. Yeah, but like I hear you. It could have been flushed out more, but I didn't need it. Like, mm-hmm. I was focused on the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought she was nice being, like, this little story arc off to the side, kind of. Right. They crowbarred her in a little bit too much for my thing, but whatever. Nothing. It's not bad in any way. Right. But, um, but the story felt very, you know, old school to me, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Kind of cliche here and there. But, I mean, I think he was just trying to make a Christmas story. And I think he, it would... It wouldn't shock me if people now watch this around Christmas yes. and years to come. Yes. I already suggest this to my mom. I already nice. get recommended it to her because like 
it feels like her era. And I think he did a good job. This is another thing, like the style-wise, how his shot and everything, mm -hmm. he was aiming for the 70s. Absolutely. And he was trying was. to make it feel like the 70s. And Absolutely. I thought he did a pretty good job. I know early there was like, it was um, like staticky kind of film. Yes. And then it felt like it really cleared up mm -hmm. quickly mm -hmm. um, right off the, like the beginning. But other than that, it felt very, do you think it felt very 70s-ish? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we were very immersed in that era um, from the from the world he created to the set, to the to the costumes, to, like you said, the very the very film grain look. Um, I mean, even the the MPAA rating at the very beginning was mm -hmm. very 70s. Well, I thought that, yeah, that was 100%. That felt so old school, which I loved yeah, also. That and was then the great opening touch. felt so old school. Yeah. And then it kind of got away here and there. You know, sure. it was like a modern version of it, which I liked, yes. which I thought was good. Yes, it was a and, modern way to tell a 70s style mm -hmm. movie. That and I feel like is... I think the grainy cleared up really quickly and everything was crystal clear mm -hmm. i thought um, i i think you're right last, and, and i don't know if they put good. just a film film grain over everything um or if they really like heightened it at places do you know if it was shot on film or not it, i i thought it definitely was but no it was shot uh with the uh, ari alexa the oh mini mind blown brandon the official captain of go all digital yes. nobody needs film because you can just make it look like film anyways mm. what so you just said i mm. thought it was film I did. 100%. So what's the point 100%. of film now, guys? Because. You can just make it look like film. Classic. Except for a better version. <laughs> except, you know, then it's actually shot on film. No, Who I. Uh... Shit? That's what it is? You want a little stamp that said, I shot it on yes. film. Yes, I think so. Oh I think God. that's exactly what it is. the worst. You loved it. You love film. You love the feel of it. You love the way it smells. You I love the way it thousand looks. thousand percent don't give a shit. You love it. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> I like the music. The music was seventies, and I love it. Yeah, and I love. Yeah. And I'm down with seventies music. Seventies so. music is some uh, some real good music. It was definitely not some big orchestra or anything, or like yeah. epic soundtrack. But not, it's more of a, a soundtrack of score, I would but... listen to. Sure, sure. It was actually yeah, more of a soundtrack. What what I'm used to, you know, song versions versus a score soundtrack. Um, I do like when when she's uh, she uh, Mary's getting drunk in, at the party and. And she keeps scratching the record, and the janitor's just sitting there, like taking it, <laughs> like, "Oh, I'm totally, I would totally be that that guy, just like I can't. This is killing me." Yeah, but um, I love that the uh, in the beginning, I, I we we went from five uh, holdovers, five of the students mm -hmm. staying over to uh, this random helicopter is landing. It's like, oh hell yeah, my dad's coming to pick me up. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, you're all welcome to come, too. Like, oh, fuck yeah. That was so weird to me. <laughs> Where he's like, <laughs> can you imagine this billionaire dad yeah. setting down and be like, we're going to a ski resort. It's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. Hey, can I bring these five, four randos or whatever? And yeah. I'd be like, fuck no. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't want to spend my vacation with these kids. I don't give a shit about them. Exactly. I'd be like, I'm not even fucking, well, I don't even want you to come now for asking. <laughs> no, frankly, I barely wanted you. <laughs> yeah, but that's so weird. <laughs> that, yeah. that was so random. But I like, it's one, like one of those things. It was like, it was like not the most unique story, but it was well done. I thought they did yes. a good job of setting up the um the helicopter yes and also just setting up in general is going into it as i knew like what the what it was going to be mm -hmm. like it was going to be those guys mm -hmm. together for over christmas and they gave a good curveball for me because i was like oh i didn't realize all these guys are going to be here this is interesting yeah you know kind of learn a little bit about these kids while it's actually learning about angus mm -hmm. and then they took them away in a more or less reasonable you know 
very sure. dramatic sure. way, but, <laughs> but they no, set I, up the helicopters. So absolutely, it was, okay. was it was a great way to to reduce the amount of characters and to get these these people isolated. So we we really only follow them. Um, I'm one hundred percent with you that I, I was it was a curveball I did not see coming. Um, I do I do did think that uh, Brady Hepner, the the kid who played the the billionaire's kid, I definitely thought that he was uh, like a. A brother of like an, an an Efron brother, like he he to me looks very very uh, oh. <laughs> close to Zach Efron. Yes, facial wise, and so was he at the very end of the movie mm-hmm. where they were showing all the kids came back. Mm-hmm. They showed one kid walk out of the shower. Was that him? Yes, and he cut his hair. Was that what that was supposed to be? I couldn't tell. I didn't. Mean, I didn't think of it at all the first time i, I watched it right. the second time you caught when he that ste- i i'm just taking a guess i could not tell like i i'm kind of fine face blind this here and there but he just looked like a generic white kid to me and i wasn't wasn't <laughs> positive it was that's what you're it was saying they to all be. look like this they all look well, the same i just thought it was so weird that they he stepped out and we had to focus on him and i was like who is this kid why do we care it must have been him or one of the other kids from early early on but like it could Why, have been the same. It was it definitely been, not one of the two ki- tiny kids. So it was either right. the football player or the sociopath. <laughs> um, but I don't think the sociopath, like, we'd really want to I think I would Because the football player him. was the one who had was his like, long hair. Yeah, who was long. I, I, well, I'm doing I'm, it for uh, a stand against my dad. Mm-hmm. and I, So maybe that would make sense. Well, that's what I'm wondering if, like, the joke is he, you know, his dad crumbled. They went, had a good time. So he cut his hair, blah, blah, blah. Right, something right, like right. That. that would make sense. That would make sense. Um, there's another, there's another, um, good, I thought set up, um, that got paid off. I don't know about setup, but uh, it was a good, like foreshadowing clue mm-hmm. in when I watched the second time when, um, Angus is on the phone with his mom mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, oh, you can't go and stuff, which a bitch of a mom. Right. But, um, fuck you. But then he was like, and you promised you would take me. We would stop in Boston on the way. Oh, but then that's she right. Goes, that was planted. Then she goes, your father is gone. You need to accept it. And it was like, so they connected oh. Boston with his dad. Mm-hmm. And he'd always, he was going to Boston for that whole time. Mm-hmm. But so then he planted that Boston had to do with his dad. At right. Least. Right. And like, you know, we didn't know necessarily, but the fact that was he was in Boston. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, that that was fantastic as well. I that's that's a great catch. Um, because I just thought, uh, wow, what a what an absolute bitch. Oh yeah, she was a hundred percent. Dare I say twat? Ah ah, you dare, dare. you dare. you may dare. <laughs> um, also, uh, again, just just another thing that I really like about about the way information is revealed in movies like this, especially this movie. Um. Where again, it's it's assumed that uh, the father is dead, and you know, I mean, I think he's he doesn't explicitly say my father is dead. Yes, is, he did. oh, did he? Yes, he said it when Paul when they I was were outside of the party when uh-huh. Paul was like, I was hoping, oh, that's I was hoping right. anybody would come pick you up, and then right. he was like, he's like, father no, is dead. That's right. You're right. Okay, said it the weirdest way. Just say dad. <laughs> father is dead. Well, it's more proper, I guess. I guess it's the seventies. It is the seventies. Shit out of him. Um, but I do like I do like that that reversal and that reveal that uh, you know, it's set up that he's dead, that he's gone, that he's, and it's not that he is physically dead. He is just, you know, out of their lives in the way that he probably would would never be able to be be the way he was. Yeah, and I think it was like one step for Angus to get back at Paul. Mm-hmm. 
and say something but not actually tell him. Right. Because right. I mean, and also if you're mad at somebody and you want really want to do like a fuck you line Maximum and then walk damage. away. I mean, how are you going to be like, father is technically over the past couple years, he has gone mentally unstable. So he had to be put into an insane asylum. And so I can no longer see him. And then my mom got a divorce. No, he's dead. <laughs> or he's, did he say he's dead or he's gone? Actually, I think he said. Aha. Now I got you thinking. No, I do think he did say uh, he was dead. My father is dead. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was a real heartstring tug mm. for sure. When when we get to well, of course you we can take you can go to the cemetery. You know, mm-hmm. I would never say no to something like that. I'm not that heartless. And then it's oh, that's really sweet. You know that that's a great moment to oh, this is even fucking more depressing yep. than than if his father was dead. I even thought it was a good like, I thought it was a good decoy. The scene before. When they're at the bowling alley and he's mm-hmm. talking to the chicks, mm-hmm. and when he leaves, I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna go see the chicks." Mm. And then in reality, that's even a decoy, yeah. for us, not yeah. them, obviously. Well, maybe Paul, maybe a little bit, maybe, maybe a little bit. I think he just enjoys talking to women. I think that he doesn't get a well, lot I mean, of interaction. He's a boy, and he's a teenage <laughs> boy, exactly. I wonder uh, if he is actually a teenage boy. Good question. Um, good question. How do you? What did you think about the comedy in it? Because there was a, there was a lot of comedy. Yes, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very humorous. I laughed out loud multiple times. Um, I only saw it the once, so I can't pick out exactly wh- uh, what I laughed at. But there were multiple times when I... Um, I was mostly at Paul Giamatti's, uh, you know, quips and, and Paul's um, insults that I thought were the funniest and the way that he uh, just tore other people down. I thought those were, those were some of the best. I liked, I liked a lot of it. I don't think I found it as funny as... Um, you or some other people, I just, I don't know. Dude, the second time I went to go see it, mm-hmm. it was packed. Was it really? Oh, that's a so- shit ton of old people. And then <laughs> I was in the back row and I was going to take notes and then yeah. people sat right next, well, oh. like one away from me. Oh, that's God, too bad. So annoying. I was so upset. I was like, I was like, I'm going to do it. Then these old fuckers are going to talk the whole time and they're not going to see my light or anything. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to do it anyway. So just do it. And then people literally sat like one seat away from me. Couldn't do it. Jerks. You couldn't bring yourself to do it. Well, good for you, son. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> I did. I did really like the set design. Yeah, like, I thought they. I hope production uh, production design at least gets like you know reference for in the Oscars. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. I gotta have to go through the list because it wasn't anything super. I thought it was good, but it's nothing blowing. My well, name. it wasn't right. It wasn't necessarily mind blowing, but what it did is it it it. You felt like you were in the set. You felt like they were in the seventies, and it wasn't just a movie about. It. Like it felt very well done and well set in all of the locations they went from inside the house to outside the streets to the cab to the bowling alley, like the school itself. Like it felt very retro and very much uh, sunk in that place. So I think that that absolutely should be in the conversation because it did exactly what it needed to do. Yeah, but, but is that harder than making everybody feel like you're in? a Barbie world or is that harder than making some like, you know, it is yeah. hard, but you just went and found old shit, which I'm not saying <laughs> by no means that I'm saying, but like Oscars is, you know, the top five or whatever. Yeah. I don't I, know if I it's top you. five of the year. Okay. Okay. It's hard I'll... for me to go through all the lists of like what came out, right. you know, this, right. Right, this year, <laughs> but to me it is good, but that's why I'm just like, right. What's that separation? If it was in, if it was in there, it'd be understandable. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what you want it mentioned in any awards? What do you want? Um, I think writing for sure. I think uh, Giamatti definitely 
um, should be at least talked about. I don't know, again, like you said, if he's top five, um, but I think he's definitely in the conversation. Um, I thought that the kid did really well. So I, I'd see maybe a supporting nomination or a conversation for, for him as well. Um, but writing is probably my, the, the, my top choice for this one. Yeah, I think soundtrack I would like, I think. And then I think I'd understand the uh, Paul and the kid if they were up for stuff. Soundtrack, I understand writing. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, I think, would be pretty shocking. Can a you think it's going to be a best pitcher? They will give out a thousand. Ooh. There's not that many best pitchers in general. Since since we have to do ten, yeah, I'd say it's definitely in the conversation. I assume Super of, Mario Brothers is going to be in the nominated. That wouldn't surprise me. Sadly, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to nominations soon. We'll get to exactly. we'll get to what we think film. soon. I agree with you. I'm just best ten of the year. I think that the holdovers, yes, is in that conversation. I don't. I don't know. That's so depressing. Right now, if Which it I enjoyed is, this movie. it's a great. Depressing. It really is, but. Why is it depressing? Because I don't, I don't think it was amazing. I don't think it's top movie. Again, like we said a couple weeks ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. When it's like Oppenheimer and mm-hmm. Barbie to me, and and Killers of the Flower Moon just don't feel strong movies to me. Right. So it's like holdovers. I don't think should be good enough to make in the movie. Ah, uh, I see what but you're saying. But if it does, right. that's depressing to me because I think it's it's good. A, it's it's a weaker batch of of movies this uh, year. Yes, I hear you. I hear you. Which is why I was kind of upset that some of these other movies are, are, are got pushed from their December releases. I, I mean, I'm just saying it might. Uh, I hear you, but like, might make next year much more crowded and much much more difficult to not oh, to wait, award I, the the best of the best. Yeah, I imagine. I, well, hopefully, <laughs> fingers. Yeah, true. Hopefully, very very true. Anything could happen. The editors will go on strike next, or <laughs> you know, maybe maybe just to throw everyone off. The CEOs of the production companies will go on strike <laughs> and just fuck with everybody's minds. They're like, we want more money from you guys. We shouldn't have to pay you so much. That'd be trippy. They're striking on the people striking. Oh, my God. <laughs> strike exception. Are they? Can they physically go on? I mean, they don't have a union. Well, do they have a union? Uh, no. no. Fuck no. They're no, they don't have busters. a union. They've they absolutely got the, don't want a union. I was going to say, no, but they do have the AMPTP. We're in the union busters union. <laughs> In a cruel twist of irony, <laughs> we meet every <laughs> every month and see how we can bust the union. union busters. Have gone on strike to because not enough unions are being busted. You be you, you be you. <laughs> not enough unions have been busted. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Oh, how the hell did did they get the uh, the shoulder to look like it was actually out of place? Like that one, I've seen some shoulders, you know, in a shirt or in a tourniquet. You know, and they look kind of out of place, and the and, you know the the actor does a semi good job of pretending like he can't move his arm. But that kid really, really did a good job of every time, like he he moved even just a modicum of an inch, like he flinched and was like in immense pain, and that shoulder really looked like it was protruding forward. I don't know how, like that right there was a great job. Of makeup and prosthetics, I I yes, think I I agree with that. I was gonna say. I mean, I'm assuming it was um, makeups and spe- and um, physical practical God, I sure, effects. I sure hope they didn't pop out of his um, socket. We don't but... know. He's he might be committed. Yeah. Maybe he's yeah. gonna be the new Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, like to another level. Yeah. Daniel wouldn't do that. He's a bitch. <laughs> Dominic would. Yes. Go and then team he's Dominic. Win, he's gonna win Best Actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I have, <laughs> I have no idea. 
Um, it, it looked really good. I mean, he's a good actor. Honestly, I, you know, I didn't know him, so I bought into him being well, a character. <laughs> but I thought, you know. Very so true, it goes, al- goes along the lines of, I do think he was a um, good actor. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. They had random, like, realism here and there with, like, I, I don't understand what the point of this was. And I, it's like, it was one shot, one thing. So it's not like it took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand when they went to uh, Mary's sister's place. Mm-hmm. And then he hopped out. He was taking the bags out, the kid. And then he went up. And then he stopped one floor early, right. yelled over. Right. Mary sticks her head out and goes, one more floor up. And then she had to say it again for yeah. whatever reason. And then he went up to one more floor. Why? What's the point of that? You're just trying to like gain time, realistic Either, time, maybe. Or but, like, I wasn't thinking. Oh, he's definitely up the stairs by now. <laughs> maybe it was anyone who's lived in that area wouldn't believe that he would know to go to the third floor. Question mark. But it or, seems like just like the basic. Why did Why did he stop at that one instead of the first floor? Right. Why did he stop at any of them other than that one? Why did you have he to was, go to the third floor to begin with? That's my question. Why'd you have to go all the way up to the, if the, if there is a second floor door, why wouldn't you make that your front door? Why would you make your front door the third floor? I think, I think that's apartments. Oh. Everybody lives in a different place. See, I didn't get that. Ah, I didn't get that at all. hundred percent. I thought that was one person's house. Yeah, like, like, not... you, like your house, where it's, it's multiple mm-hmm. floors and like instead of the, the first floor uh, being the front, a hundred percent. I think, I believe gotcha. it was. Well, hey, I'm assuming it's like <laughs> condos and yeah. there's somebody who lives below them or okay. something like that. That's so in that my case, assumption, because I agree with you, that's batshit crazy if mm-hmm. they're like, you know what? Every delivery person walks up three stairs. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm pregnant. Get your cardio I'm in. pregnant. Let's walk up three flights of stairs exactly. every single time. Still must have sucked to be pregnant, even if it yeah. is a condo or it's not a condo, <laughs> to go up all those. To get up and down. That Absolutely. I agree. Um, then I, maybe some moments just between them to have a little, a little more interaction between the characters. That would be my, my actual assumption that is, is to give them a little bit more, um, lines between them. I didn't understand why, uh, Angus then went inside the house out onto the, onto the balcony and then waved like, Oh my God, I'm here too, by the way. He went into these this stranger's house and then out the balcony with them while they're shouting down into the yeah, car. It was a whole, was a whole that weird was, That process. whole sequence was very weird. And also why she stayed seated in, in the car and then shouted out the window and then kind of got out of the car and then sat back down. Like, like that she whole waited thing. for him to go all the way up there before she even started to go up. It was, just, it was a whole weird blocking process. That I did not understand. Yeah, that one That one felt like uh, there was definitely either a reference or a gag or something that I didn't get. Or just a very interesting choice. Very interesting directing choice that I, I wasn't a part of. They did not consult you. No, they did not. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. What do you think about the parents actually coming to to the school to reprimand... Did it matter that we all of a sudden now saw them versus it was, you know, just a phone call or a letter or something? Like, was it was it a powerful moment because they showed up finally, but they showed up for a bad reason? I can see the that it's the only time they ever show up is when uh, for bad stuff, not mm-hmm. good stuff. Mm-hmm. But 
cinematography wise besides being shot uh on digital do you have any any problems with it <laughs> no i cinematography wise again i thought this one was very standard <laughs> thought it was pretty pretty standard pretty i wouldn't say mm. average about standard it, it didn't blow me away with anything um captured everything clearly and you know <laughs> uh yeah which i mean it's like it, it's always the problem is like you're you know shooting a movie trying to be set in the 70s is it uh should i do some weird crazy stuff or that's, they didn't really do a ton of those in traditional christmas right. 70s movies you right. know right <laughs> like yeah so unfortunately it's like oh let me put all the doll uh the uh dolly tracks sure um clear concise uh, coloring, you know, lighting was fine. Very much so. Very nothing, much so. Nothing, um, you know, positive or negative about that, unfortunately. Yeah. I do feel like the story was was pretty organic and, and like, not like, besides the helicopter landing, I feel like everything else was very, uh, made sense to happen in very natural way that these people would interact and, um, not like the, you know the hand of God was forcing them in a direction necessarily, um, yeah. More or less, yeah, I agree. Uh, there's just like I don't know. So I'm jumping from like scene to scene, kind of felt round. I mean, another one was like when he was at the bowling alley and he listening to the dudes um, talk about, oh, this isn't real ten pin. That was <laughs> yeah. that felt so re- weird to me. Yeah, it was just like that kind of felt out of nowhere. And like the whole point of this was just for Giamatti to see. Angus talking to the girls and then further, you know, people thought it was weird. He doesn't know how to interact with humans, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is just, you know, I guess the whole, the whole thing was for that. I I would assume so. I would, but it's just kind of clunky here and there getting from one place to another a little bit for me. Okay. Um, they never addressed his alcoholism. Oh yeah. (laughs) He's clearly an alcohol. (laughs) Absolutely. And then they even ended with, he was drinking while driving. Right. Oh, he did that more more than also, once. Well, but like we ended the movie with, hey, still oh, yeah, yeah. alcoholic, and also he just left an open fucking liquor container. I on, know, on right? The front seat, like not necessarily that he's gonna get in trouble or anything because it's the seventies, so they probably wouldn't even care. Be like, oh, this is my driving liquor. <laughs> um, but he's just gonna spill it. That's exactly it. I was like, <laughs> what are you oh doing? my god, you got to put a lid on that, dude. hundred percent. I thought they, I thought they were gonna steal the uh, his liquor. During like the thing, not mm. on his way out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like during the vacation or whatever, the holdover. Yeah. They, um, well, hey, they, so, see, I like the, they said the title in this one mm-hmm. and until just now. You didn't realize. I didn't realize quite. they said, well, they said holdover, right? Did yeah. They? Yeah. Did they, they say said, the holdovers? I, are you, I assume are you watching they said the holdovers it. or how'd you get stuck holding over? They said the they reference it multiple times. Uh, I don't well, know exactly how. Well, the reference of people are called the holdover. Right, right. Hold, you know, I don't know. So I'm trying to remember. Yeah, again, this one this one was uh, title-wise. I had no problems with it. No quorums. No, none whatsoever. The uh, Oh, the other scene that I really, really loved mm-hmm. um, was, and this, this was uh, Paul being finally starting to kind of break out of his shell and and reach out and be a little more friendly and go you know what maybe maybe she does kind of like me a little bit like you know mm-hmm. maybe she doesn't have a problem with all of these things that i'm worried about and i shouldn't be so worried about with myself and you know what i'm gonna have a chance and then oh all of a sudden fuck that's what happens when you let your let your heart 
lead you is you're just going to get hurt. You just saw him just sink back into this. Yes, I did see him, which I mean, I would go back to like, and it's a little man-made because it's like she was definitely flirting with him. And it's like she's not she's not married or anything. Right. And it's just some dude that she's dating. You have no idea. Was she... Well, how is she not maybe flirting with you while mm. she also happens to be seeing somebody, but she doesn't like too much, so she was interested in? Mm. But I mean, that still could have easily been that. Mm-hmm. But he immediately was like, "But okay, he shut well, him, shut that down yeah, completely." Right? Yeah, which and it wasn't then, necessarily her being like, "Oh, you fucking freak! Can't believe you thought I was de- uh, flirting with you or anything." Right, right, right. But he, yeah, ex- exactly. He kind of did that to himself, and then yeah, I thought it was also interesting that we didn't see her again until the next to very last scene mm. in the movie with her being prim proper, you know, back to being a teacher. Well, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't necessarily back to prim proper because we saw in the opening scene mm-hmm. with makeup on her teeth, mm-hmm. which I thought was another good oh, was writing where it's like, he's not going to say anything. Yeah. So we learned about him yeah. immediately. We learned, you know, in two, four lines or whatever mm-hmm. it was, we learned. So it was good writing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was, I thought it was very solid overall. Um, I'm ready to rate this thing if you are. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's rate it. Well, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to rate it, but. You oh, know, cool. I don't we know. We can yet. start not 100% either. the rating process. Cool. As long as we have finished the talking section and we can get to the talking and that, section. And now, as every grading process starts, cut. All right. I'll take a crack at it. Uh, this was another very entertaining movie for me. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was very touching, I thought it was heartfelt, honest. Um, that was very open. I thought the acting was great. Maybe, maybe uh, Mary wasn't the greatest, but I thought that she at least um, had Fool. stuff to do. <laughs> she had stuff to do. She had range to show. Um, she had so opportunity. Stuff to do. <laughs> uh, it's becoming a, a problem. Um, and the and the other the the guys were were stellar. I thought. Um, I thought the characters them, themselves felt very real and very lived in. Um, and and. The the choice to take a step back and examine each of the three of them, I, I'd say leads, I guess, of this movie, um, both together and separately, was an interesting choice. And yet it somehow remained intimate with each of them. And I thought that was the right choice for this slice of life, because that's really what it was. It was a coming-of-age slice of life. Um, and I, I did like the send-off. I did like that, that uh, it was an open ending of, where do you think he's going to go next? Where, you know, what do you think... Um, the next chapter of this guy's life is going to be. And did he really learn, you know, any lesson? And is he actually going to grow? You're you're upset that you're not upset that they didn't give you like a like a week by week, their flight schedule. (laughs) He will be here on this day. He will be here on this day. He is writing a book. It's going to be this many pages. Mm -hmm. This is how we decided Mm because the gods originally wanted a thousand pages, but we negotiated down to 500 pages. Oof, That's a good negotiation. Yes, that would have been great. Mm -hmm. That would have been (laughs) fantastic. Better for me. Um, but overall, uh, I think it's it's a solid, solid movie. I think it's great for the holidays. I think it's great for Christmas. Um, I love the aesthetic. I love um, that it, it felt so... I, I was so immersed in, in the 70s um, era, I felt, with this, with this one. Um, I think I'm going to go with an 8.25 out of 10. 8.25 out of 10. Okay. Um... Actually, let's drop it to an eight solid. I'm going to go eight solid. I just saw my Anatomy of a Fall rating, and I think I like Anatomy of a Fall a little bit better than this one. But I think this one is still very, very solid. Eight even. Eight point zero. Well, all right. 
Um, I do agree. I think it was very well written. I, I think they did a good job of nailing classic Christmas movie, 70s Christmas movie. Um, it was good writing uh, for the most part. You know, it was the most unique story in the world. I liked most of the acting, didn't love Mary's. Um, but yeah, I think overall, bought into the universe. I, I think I, I really enjoyed myself. And I think I'm going to go, I'm also going to go eight even. Nice. Um, at, purposely to match past lives. Okay. I think it's on the level for different reasons. And I think it's on that level for um, past lives. So I'm going to give an eight even to tie that. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'll definitely watch it uh, again. Probably next year. Probably not this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably next year. Hopefully it comes out on streaming. But I, I can totally understand if someone next year tells me, you know, hey, what's your traditional Christmas movies? Mm-hmm. Well, we added, you know. Um, the holdovers because she thought it was so much fun. I imagine yeah. my mom's gonna really like it. Yeah, it definitely has that era. It was good acting, nothing crazy, but um, solid ass movie. Yeah, and the more we talked about it, the more I liked it. Uh, more you know setups they had and stuff to explain other stuff. Yeah, so, fantastic. I would suggest even people who haven't seen it definitely go see it. Yes, high, highly recommend going to see it because I I think you'll definitely be entertained and uh, and it's very very well done, very very solid. Sweet. So that uh, that kicks us off for not nostalgia. That's movie club, uh, and not necessarily the holiday season because we got a lot of other major things coming out. They're going to be talking, but that kicks off our December over here at uh, what we watch. Matt, are you looking forward to anything that we're going to do to wrap up this season? This this entire year that's flown by. I'm excited that we're going to record, edit, and put out episodes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Sounds good. <laughs> Well, I look forward to it. Thanks. Uh, thanks for another I great look year. To nothing. Well, then. Uh, nothing. All right, <laughs> we're we're on Twitter uh, or Zitter, excuse me, at uh, Watch underscore Podcast. We're on Facebook at What We Watch. I've been Brandon. That's been Matt. We have been hosting this podcast all night, and we are very ready to say goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>